This is Twin Cities Song Story. I'm your host, Mark Sweeney. I'll be your monster. Sandbox Theater creates ensemble-generated productions that are physical and unexpected. For their newest show, Killer Inside, they challenge themselves to make music integral to every moment of the production. In this episode, Derek Trost and Theo Langison discuss the song I'll Be Your Monster. They talk about how music came into play through their material-generating exercises and how the flexibility of their ensemble created new discoveries. And before we start, I'd like to warn that there are some graphic descriptions in this podcast. This is Twin City Song Story. I'm Derek Trost. I'm Theo Langison. We are working together on a show for Sandbox called Killer Inside. The show is based on the American musical tradition of murder ballads. And the name of song... the song... We, we referred to it as I'll Be Your Monster, Heal Your Face. Or maybe just Monster and Peel Your Face. Yeah. yeah. Monster Face. Monster Face. This yeah. is good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so our process is, it's collaborative. It's ensemble created. Everything we do is ensemble created. And so we have, uh, we go through something that we call stations, which is sort of a timed series of content generation exercises. And then we're sort of given a a list of of things that must be in whatever we're creating and are given a certain amount of time to go create it. And then we show it, give sort of feedback and then refine, combine, edit, trim the fat, whatever we need to do to make it sort of make sense. And then, so for this song and this process, we, um, for the first time, added a music station where we had a, a piano, uh, a piece of text, and a picture, and five minutes, and various other percussion instruments, and just to play around with. And so this sort of came out of um, a couple different people's compositions that were created during that time. When we sat down at the piano for our station, I was working with Megan. Megan Campbell, a uh, sandbox company member, she and I sat down and we both just went, whoa, that's creepy. And there's this little tiny picture and it looked like something out of uh, vaudeville era and it was a male actor kind of on his knees crumpled over in the lap of a female actor and she sort of had this maternal hand on his back or something along the lines. It was really weird looking. They were... Uh, maybe in their 20s or something like that. And then there was just a piece of paper typed out that said, I'll be your monster, follow my lead. Megan and I approached this and went, whoa, Theo, and who was your partner? I think it was Christina and and um, Christina Fjellman with the not quite silent J in her name. Um, <laughs> but she, her and I were partners and sat down at the piano and started playing just sort of a bass line that walked down. And then started sort of, you know, bluesy singing, whatever, whatever the text was. And I'm somewhere else in the room doing, maybe I was doing the talking statue with Megan at the time, mm-hmm. which is another station. And I'm hearing this in the background going, oh, wow, that's really cool. And so we're all, there's bits that are bleeding together as this is happening mm-hmm. and going, oh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. The Talking Statue is another station that contributed to this, uh, where you basically, you have a series of prompts written on the wall, and uh, if you're working in a duo or trio, one person looks at the prompt, 
and reads that out loud while they mold another person into a shape and reiterate that line a couple of times. And then the person who's been molded into a shape freezes in that shape, says that line, and then just begins blurting out whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. The idea is to keep it flowing. So it acts as sort of a verbal free write. Um, and the thinking is that you're both using your physical shape to inform what you're saying, but also the fact that you have to hold this position opens up different pathways that normally wouldn't be open if you were just sitting down writing. So a uh, very different reaction from Megan and myself uh, when we sat down than for Theo and Christina. We sat, Megan and I sat down and was just, we did this kind of like very childlike, creepy thing. And I just sat on the left side of the piano and she sat on the right side and we just sort of did stuff and we eventually started to train a little bit. And then sort of this creepy waltz came out of it. I'm like, okay, you know, and then it's like, boom, time to switch stations. And you're always like, oh, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And flip, flop, flip. And then, and then you have more time to combine all of the content from those stations into a scene that you're then creating as an entire piece. And there are movement stations and uh, other types of things to generate these ideas. But once you're presenting the piece, you're basically forced to cough something up that is going to be a, a series of things. When Theo and Christina did their bit, it included that song, the bit that you hear at the beginning, the I'll Be Your Monster. And then when Megan and I did our piece, we had just gotten a little bit of a song going with this waltz, this childlike waltz, and one stanza. And it came out of the uh, Talking Statues bit mm -hmm. where Megan at one point blurted out this line, something along the lines of, I just want to pull my bones out of my body and replace them with new shiny ones. And I was like, so amazingly creepy like okay we got to use that and so that became the genesis for for the part of the lyrics that go along with the waltz and as time went on and this scene evolved and we're trimming and editing bits from each other's pieces and combining them together assigning roles to specific cast members musical and dialogue wise and character wise narrator wise etc and as things sorted out, it became a duet between Evie and Christina as two killers who conspire uh, to uh, trick a guy from a classified ad into a, uh, into a situation where they can then yeah, strangle him. Essentially two Craigslist killers. One of the interesting things that happened with this song was as it evolved and shifted to cast members that it started to take on new characteristics. So Theo brought this super soulful, giant chest cavity, bluesy voice to it. Well, his, his part shifts to Evie, who has a very small frame and uh, like a probably a mezzo-soprano voice. Mm -hmm. And so she does this really lovely, pretty, and precise version of the, of the lines. Like, oh, well, see what happens when you do it with that more kind of like seductive, bluesy thing. So she shifts and starts to incorporate part of Theo's genesis there. And then when Christina takes over the vocals for this, 
She proceeds to sing it in this sort of uh, automaton toy mm-hmm. voice. Well, because her tone is hyper clear. Yeah. You know, she has amazing pitch. Yeah. Um, and so when she sings it, it's, it's something very different. Well, and, and that's part of the, the f- another fun thing about our process, whether we're talking about um, music or, or just performance in general, is that we're creating for other people at all times. And so um, there'll be moments where you'll feel like, man, I just keep doing the same thing because you're like, you're in, you're doing what's comfortable for you. But then all of a sudden, um, you know, Derek Miller has to do something that I've created or I have to do something that Sam Landman has created, or or Derek Meyer has to do something that Derek Trost has created. Um, another fun fact about Killer Inside is that it is a world of a million Dereks. Um, fascinatingly, when Christina started singing the song the first time, I thought, oh, this is really awesome. It's reminding me of this Dresden Dolls song that Amanda Palmer wrote and sings about a mechanical boy. She goes, oh, this- exactly what I was thinking, blah, blah, blah. It was like, this is perfect. So now it's sung like this sort of creepy automaton voice, and it follows this very bluesy, creepy, I'll be your monster bit. And this becomes informed and informs the characters who are these two women, and there's kind of an alpha uh, killer and the assistant or the, the minion and this reinforces all of these aspects of these two characters in really cool ways. So when they're working through their scene, uh, it influences how they're doing the song, and the song influences how they're running the scene. And you really get that sense of this is music and theater conjoined again, as it should be, as it always was for a long, long time. And now, in its current form, I'll Be Your Monster. I'll be your monster Follow my lead I'll be your monster All that you need I'll peel my skin right off my face Will pull my bones out of their place. They're hiding there, they can't be seen. But ugly is as ugly seems. Now, pretty bits are made for love. Their shiny, sparkly flesh and clean. New bones and skin. Oh, let's begin. You'll like my face when they're replaced. Thank you for listening to Twin City Song Story, recorded in the piano room at the Minneapolis Central Library, produced and hosted by Mark Sweeney with support from Noise Picnic. For more information about Sandbox Theater, visit sandboxtheateronline.com. Killer Inside premieres November 8th at the Red Eye Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate Twin City Song Story on iTunes and spread the word. This is Twin City Song Story.
creepy.